welcome to the Howie Silbiger Show on the True Talk Radio Network. Get in on the conversation. Call 1-877-669-1292. And I'm Howie Silbiger. Welcome to the Howie Silbiger Show right here on the True Talk Radio Network. It is a pleasure and a privilege to be here with you. I am happy to be here. And I am... The situation, the situation in Israel is getting more and more dire. Now, why do I say that? I don't think that Israel is in any position now to lose the war with Gaza. That's not going to happen. Israel is going to defeat Hamas, going to take over Gaza. Well, they're not going to take over Gaza. They're going to they're going to defeat Hamas and allow the Gazans to choose a normal government. That's that's essentially what's going to happen at the end of all this. But the situation in the United Nations is a totally separate story. So the United Nations has been traditionally anti-Israel. They have uh, spent a lot of time and a lot of resolutions condemning the Jewish state, condemning the Jews for their treatment of the Palestinians, the so-called Palestinians. And they spent tons and tons and tons of time um, doing that this week, calling Israel a genocidal country, claiming that Israel is committing some kind of a war crime against Hamas and against the Palestinians living in Gaza. And country after country after country has condemned Israel at the United States Security Council, uh, at the uh, United Nations, excuse me, Security Council this past week. Today, the Israeli delegation showed up at the Security Council wearing yellow stars. The same yellow stars that our ancestors wore under Nazism. Now, normally I don't like theatrics like this. Normally I don't think theatrics like this are productive. I find that they're counterproductive most of the time. But in this particular case, I think the imagery of Jews sitting at the world body after a genocidal Nazi attack on their people was extremely, extremely, extremely appropriate. Israeli forces in Gaza released one hostage today, found the body of another one. Gaza released a, uh, Gaza Hamas released another hostage video. And the world keeps condemning Israel. 200 people taken hostage. 238 People remain hostages, and the world condemns Israel. The idea that Israel is always, always in the wrong is really disgusting when you think about it. Because it's not about anti-Zionism, it's not about land, it's not about anything else. It's about hating Jews. It's about hating Jews. Israel declared that the Ayatollahs in Iran were today's Nazis. And he noted that both Hamas and the Nazis seek the annihilation of the Jewish people. The Hamas charter is very clear 
on calling for the annihilation of the Jewish people. Now, I know, I know, we, we hear about the Hamas Charter all the time, and I've done a couple of shows on Hamas's Charter. I've done, I've done a few shows on Hamas's Charter. And, uh, and, and the more I talk about it, the more I realize that people do not understand what is in the Charter of Hamas, what is in the Hamas's Charter. And so let's, let's take a look at the 1988 Charter. Hamas was founded in 1988, and their charter has called for the destruction of the Jewish people from day one. So I, I, I want to take a look at the Hamas Charter. So the binding charter of the current government of the Palestinian Authority Islamic Resistance Movement Hamas. Clause number one, now, now if, you've, if you've heard this before, I'm sorry that I'm repeating it. I think it's important that we understand what we're dealing with. We understand what the world is standing behind. We, we have to understand what the people of Gaza voted in as their government. Number one, we support wholeheartedly all serious efforts by Israel's prime minister. Who, uh, wait, wait, wait. Well, this is not the, uh, it's not the right charter. Sorry. I was reading the wrong charter. That happens. I um I was reading the uh, I was reading the wrong charter. I was reading a, a description of the charter. I wasn't actually reading the charter. But um but I just but here's the charter. Um give me a sec. La da da. <laughs> okay. It's hard to find it's hard to find a um it's hard to find a good translation of the charter. But here it is. Chapter 1, Defining Hamas Movement on Ideological Tenets. Article 1, the path of the Islamic resistance movement is the path of Islam from which it draws its principles, concepts, terms, and worldview with regards to life and man. It turns to Islam when religious rulings are required and asks Islam for inspiration to guide its steps. The relationship between Islamic resistance movements and the Muslim Brotherhood. So, so, Basically, they're saying that the Hamas is a branch of the Muslim Brotherhood. Article 2, the Islamic resistance movement is a branch of the Muslim Brotherhood. There you go. In Palestine, the Muslim Brotherhood is a global organization and the largest Islamic movement in modern times. It excels in profound understanding and has an exact, fully comprehensive perception of all Islamic concepts in all areas of life. Understanding of thought, politics and economics, education and social affairs, law and government spending and teaching art and the media by which it is hidden by martyrdom and in other areas of life. Our number three, the basic structure of the Islamic resistance movement is founded on Muslims who have put their faith in Allah and worship him as it fit. As it's written in the Quran, quote, I created the jinns and the humans only for the purpose that they worship me. They have recognized their duties towards themselves, their families, their homeland. They have feared Allah in all these matters and have flown to the banner of jihad in the faces of tyrants to expel them from the land and to clean the tyrants' pollution from the faithful and to remove their malice and evil. As is written in the Quran, quote, No, and again no, we show the truth to senselessness and the truth will smash its head and it will quickly fade away. And you will be those who cry out your distress and punishment for the accounts you are related by. Hmm. Article 4. The Islamic resistance movement welcomes every Muslim who adopts the worldview 
and its way of thinking, who adheres to its path, keeping its secrets, wishes to join its ranks to fulfill their duty, and Allah will grant them reward. Article 5. The dimension of time for the Islamic resistance movement is manifested in the adoption of Islam as a way of life. Time continues from the day the Islamic mission was born and the first generation of faithfuls who trod the path of righteousness. Allah is its purpose, the messenger, Prophet Muhammad is its extemplary figure, and the Quran is its constitution. The dimension of space in every place Muslims are found who have adopted Islam as a way of life in every corner of the globe. Thus it is Hamas's strikes, thus it strikes root in the depths of the ground and spreads to encompass the sky. Quote, For to see what Allah has likened a good world, a good word, to beautiful trees whose roots are firmly planted and whose branches reach the sky and whose fruit is always given at the right time with the permission of its master, Allah, gave such parables to men so that they might heed. Article 6 says that the Islamic resistance movement is uniquely Palestinian. It has faith in Allah and adopts Islam as a way of life. It acts to fly the banner of Allah over all of Palestine because people of all religions can live in the shadow of Islam in tranquility and security for their lives, property, and rights. However, in the absence of Islam, a conflict develops that injustice, corruption grows, more conflicts are created, and eventually war breaks out. How great is the Prophet Muhammad Iqbal, who wrote, When faith is lost, there is no safety and no life for anyone who does not revive religion. He who is content with life without religion has made uh, obliteration of the self and his companions. Now, Article 7 is the article that everyone points to because this is where they start with uh, with killing Jews. This is, this is the clause that starts with the uh, killing of Jews. Article 7. Muslims who adopt the path of the Islamic resistance movements and act to support it to adopt positions and to strengthen its holy war are spread over the face of the earth, making movement universal. The movement is qualified for that because of clarity of worldview, its noble purpose and the exalted quality of goals. That is how the movement should be considered, how its value should be judged, and how its role should be recognized. Whoever denies its right refrains from supporting it, or whose vision is impaired, and who works increasingly to blur its role, is like someone contesting fate, as determined by Allah, and who closes his eyes to the fact, either internationally or inten intentionally or unintentionally, when he opens his eyes, he will realize that the events have passed him by. Then he will become exhausted in his uselessness in an effort to justify the previous position, unable to sustain it any longer compared to someone who preceded him and joined the movement and has preference over him. As it is written, the injustice occurred by one's close relatives is most painful to soul than a sharp, powerful blow from the sharpest sword. As is written in the Quran, We brought you, Muhammad, from on high the holy book, with the truth confirming the scriptures that came before it, and with a final authority over them. Therefore judge between them according to everything Allah brought down to you, and do not follow their whims, which deviate from the truth, which has been revealed to you. Each of you was given a law and a path. If Allah had so willed, he would have made you one of the community believers, but he also desired to test you with what he has given you. Therefore aspire amongst yourselves to be in good deeds, for you will all return to Allah, and he will clarify for you all the matters that you do not agree upon. The Islamic resistance movement is also one link in the chain of a holy war in its confrontation with the Zionist invasion. 
The movement has a strong connection and is linked to the holy martyr Ism al-Qassam and his jihad warrior brethren from among the Muslim Brotherhood since 1936. From there, it is closely related and connected to the next, the Holy War of the Palestinians, and to the effort and the Holy War of the Muslim Brotherhood in the War of 1948 and the jihad operations of the Muslim Brotherhood in 1968 and afterwards. Actually, the links are distanced from one another in time and obstacles placed before the jihad warriors, but it follows that Zionism stopped the jihad from continuing. Nevertheless, the Islamic resistance movement aspires to bring the promise of Allah to pass, no matter how long it takes, as the Prophet Muhammad may the prayer of Allah and his blessings be peace upon him, say, the time, judgment day, will not come until Muslims fight the Jews and kill them, and until the Jew hides behind the rocks and the trees, and then the rocks and the trees will say, O Muslim, O servant of Allah, there's a Jew hiding behind me, come and kill him. Except for the salt bush. So this is the tree of the Jews, recorded in the Alberki and Muslim. Now, Article 8 Continues, with Allah is is its purpose, the messenger, the Prophet Muhammad is the exemplary figure, and the Quran is its constitution. Jihad is its path, and death for the sake of Allah is the most exalted wish. So there you go. There's 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 just a couple of clauses here. Um, there's more. We'll get to more in a, in a couple of minutes. But right here, just these two clauses here. We we take a look at clause number seven, which says that that uh, the goal of Hamas is not to kill Zionists. That's not what it says. It says, As the Prophet may, may the prayer of Allah and his blessing be peace upon him, the time will come until Muslims fight the Jews, the time judgment day will not come, sorry, until Muslims fight the Jews and kill them, and until the Jew hides behind a rock and tree, and then the rocks and trees will yell, O Muslim, O servant of Allah, there's a Jew hiding behind me, come and kill him. Notice the wording is not Zionist. The wording is not imperialist. The wording is not colonialist. The wording is Jew. Just keep that in mind. The wording is Jew. All right, so let's continue. Uh, we'll move to, um, move to chapter 3, article 11. The Islamic resistance movement believes that the land of Palestine is a religious Islamic endowment for all Muslims until Resurrection Day. It is forbidden to relinquish it in all or any part of it or give up any part of it. It does not belong to any Arab country or to all the Arab countries or to any king or president or kings or presidents or to any organization or organizations, whether they are Palestinian or Arab. Because Palestine is sacred Islamic endowment land, and belongs to Muslims until Resurrection Day. Its legal status in accordance with Islamic law, it is subject to the same law which are subject to all territories conquered by Muslims by force, for at the time of the conquest, the Muslim conquerors consecrated it as a Muslim religious endowment for all Muslims for generations until Resurrection Day. It happens thus, after the commanders of the Islamic armies conquered al-Sham and Iraq, they sent the Muslim caliph Omar bin al-Khattab in which they consulted with him about the fate of the conquered land, whether to divide it amongst the soldiers or leave it to its owners. After consultation and deliberation between the Muslim caliph and the companions of Allah's messengers, it, may Allah's prayers and blessings, peace be upon him, the decision was made whereby the land would remain in the hands of its original owners, who would be able to enjoy its and its fruits. 
With regards to the right of possession for the land and the land itself, it was decided that it would be sacred to Muslims forever until Resurrection Day. But its owners would have the right to enjoy only its fruits. That endowment exists as long as the sky and the earth exist. Therefore, any act performed in opposition to Muslim law with regards to Palestine is null and void, as is written in the Quran, for it is indeed certain truth, and therefore praise the name of your exalted Lord. So there you go. So if it's not Muslim land, according to Hamas, then uh, then it's not acceptable. Then then whoever's in there has to be vanquished. Article 12. From the point of view of the Islamic resistance movement, particularly nationalism as part of the religious faith, there is nothing more serious or profound which reflects that type of nationalism than the fact that the enemy has trampled on Muslim soil. In such a situation, launching a holy war against him and confronting him becomes the personal duty of every Muslim man and woman. The woman go out to fight the enemy without her husband's permission, and even the slave is obliged to fight the enemy without the permission of his master. There is nothing like it in any other political system. And that is an indisputable fact. If all the various national particulars are linked to by physical, human, or regional factors, then the Islamic resistance movement is also characterized by all of the above. Moreover, and more important, it is also characterized by divine motives, which breathes life into the soul, since it's strongly linked to the source of the spirit and gives it life. Hamas waves a divine banner in the sky of the homeland, strongly joining together heaven and the earth, as the widely known Muslim Arab saying, when Moses came and threw down his rod, it was the end of magic and magicians. True guidance has become distinct from error, therefore, Whoever rejects false gods and believes in Allah has the grasp of the firmest hold and that one that will never break, for Allah is all-hearing and all-knowing. Article 13 is one of the most important articles in the Hamas Charter. It is the article that explains why everything the United Nations is insisting upon, everything the United States has insisted upon for years, everything that has been insisted upon since day one, so, so if you weren't convinced enough that Hamas's uh, clauses in their charter, one that calls for the murder of Jews, the, the, the wiping out of Jews wherever they may live, and the other one that calls for uh, the destruction of the state of Israel because it's Islamic land and only, only Islamic people could live there and run the land, Article 13 really lays, out, lays it out and lays it out so clearly that it's, it's, it's unbelievable that anybody who's read this charter would even consider what they're, what they're demanding Israel do. Article 13. Diplomatic initiatives, the so-called peaceful solutions, and international conferences to find a solution to the Palestine problem contradict the Islamic resistance movement's ideological position. Giving up any part whatsoever of the land of Palestine is like ignoring a part of the Muslim faith. Accordingly, the particular nationalism of the Islamic resistance movement is also part of its faith. On Ganner of Allah over their homeland, as is written in the Quran that, quote, Allah will always prevail in the end, although most people do not realize that, end quote. Sometimes the call is heard for an international conference to discuss the solution for the Palestinian problem. Those, there are those who agree to that proposal and those who reject it for one reason or another. They demand the fulfillment of certain conditions or conditions in return for their agreement to hold a conference and to participate in it. 
The Islamic resistance movement is very familiar with both sides of the conferences and their negative positions regarding Muslim interests in the past and the present. Therefore, the movement does not consider such frameworks capable of meeting the demands of the Palestinians or restoring their rights or bringing justice to the oppressed. Thus, such conferences are but one means used by the infidels to prevail over Muslim land and when we have the infidels treated faithful justly. As is written in the Quran, quote, the Jews will never be pleased with you, nor will the Christians, until they have followed until you have followed their religion. Say therefore, Allah's guidance is the only true guidance. But if you were to follow their desires after their knowledge has come to you, then you would find no one to protect you or guard you from Allah. It continues. There is no solution to the Palestinian problem except jihad. Regarding the international initiatives, suggestions, and conferences, they are an empty waste of time and complete nonsense. The Palestinian people are far too noble to have their future rights and fate toyed with. As the notable Hadith says, the men of Al-Sham are the scourge of Allah in his land. Through them he wreaks vengeance on whomever he wishes among his servants. It's forbidden for the hypocrites among them to overcome the true believers among them, but rather they will die in sorrow and grief. Article 14. The problem of the liberation of Palestine has three spheres, the Palestinian, the Pan-Arab, and the Islamic. Each has a role to play in the struggle against the Zionists and also has its duties. Neglecting one of the spheres is a terrible mistake and shameful ignorance, for Palestine is Islamic land. In it is the first of two directions of the worshippers at prayer, and the third, the most holy place, after the first two. It's also the destination that, uh, of the night ride of the Prophet Allah. May Allah's prayer and blessing and peace be upon him. It is written in the Quran, Praise be him who took the servant on a night ride from the sacred mosque to the farthest mosque, whose precincts are blessed and shown some of our signs. He alone is all hearing. That being the case, the liberation of Palestine is the personal duty of every Muslim wherever he may be. Only on the basis can a solution for the Palestinian problem be considered, and every Muslim must be fully understand that. On the day the Palestinian problem is treated on that basis, that is the day when all capabilities of the three spheres are mobilized. The current situation will change, and the day of liberation will be near. As is written in the Quran, the fear of you believers in their the Jews' heart is greater than their fear of Allah, because they are people devoid of understanding. Article 15. The day the enemy steal part of Muslim land, jihad becomes the personal duty of every Muslim. With regard to the usurpation of Palestine by, by Jews, it is a must to fly the banner of jihad. That means the propagation of Islamic awareness among the masses, locally in Palestine, the Arab world, and the Muslim world. The spirit of jihad must be disseminated within the Islamic nation, the enemies must be engaged in battle, and every Muslim must join the ranks of the jihad warriors, the Muhajadi. It is therefore necessary that religious scholars, educators, media personalities, the educated public, and especially the younger generation and the leaders of the Islamic movement take part in this campaign to create awareness. And in addition, fundamental changes must be made in the school curricula to free them from the influence of the intellectual Western invasion that has been subjected by Orientalists and missionaries. That invasion took the religion by surprise after Salah al-Adin al-Abawi defeated the crusader armies. The crusaders then realized that the Muslims could not be conquered unless, unless the way has been first prepared by an ideological invasion to muddle the Muslims' thought, distort their heritage, and defame their ideal. 
and only then could the military invasion take place. All that happened in preparation for the Western imperialistic invasion when General Allenby announced his entrance to Jerusalem. Finally, the Crusades are over, and General Gurad stood on Salah al-Din's grave and said, Salah al-Din, we have returned. Imperialism reinforced the intellectual invasion and deepened its roots, and it still does. All that's paved in the way of the loss of Palestine. Therefore, what must be done is to instill in the minds of all Muslim generations that the problem of Palestine is religious. And on that basis, it must be dealt with. After all, there are holy sites in Palestine which are sacred to Islam. Alaska Mosque is there, and it has insoluble ties to the Holy Mosque in Mecca, and will have as long as heaven and earth endear, because the night ride of the Prophet of Allah, and so on and so on and so on. Article 16. The coming generations raised in our religion must receive an Islamic education based on carrying out commandments of Islamic religion, and they must prepare the curricula which will create the correct outlook and thoughts and beliefs. The role of Muslim women in the battle for the liberation is no less important than that of the Muslim men. She has a supremely important role. Therefore, you discover that, a, that they devote a great deal of, of continuous effort in their attempts to achieve using the media, movies, and curricula that they willed through their proxies within the Zionist organizations, the latter assuming all sorts of names and forms, such as the Organization of Freemasons, Rotary Clubs, um, espionage groups, and others. One day, on the day Islam will be in position to direct life, it will eradicate the organizations deemed hostile to humanity and Islam. So, what this clause is saying, if you understand it correctly, it's saying that you know when, when Islam is capable of doing it, they are going to murder all Freemasons, Rotary Club members, and, uh, and, and what they consider espionage groups. So if we go to uh, Article 20, uh, we'll, skip, we'll skip over the beginning, of the, uh, the beginning of the article, somewhere near the middle of the article. It says, The Jews' Nazism includes brutal behavior towards Palestinian women and children and terrifies the entire population. They battle against the Palestinians making a living, extort their money, and trample their honor in their behavior towards their people. They are as bad as the worst war criminals. Their deportation from their homeland is in fact a form of murder. Therefore, to cope with such acts, solidarity must prevail, and these people must face the enemy as one body. Accordingly, if one member of the body complains of an injury, which has led to the development of a high fever, then the other members identify with it, and watching over it all night long, and partaking in the fever to ease the member's suffering. And uh, Article 22 says, The Jews, by means of their money, have taken over international communication media, the news agencies, newspapers, publishing hosts, broadcasting stations. Not only that, they use their money to incite revolutions in various places all over the world for their own interest and to reap the fruits thereof. They were behind the French Revolution, the Communist Revolution, and most of the revolutions we have heard about happened here and there. They use their money to found secret organizations and scatter them all over the globe to destroy other societies and realize the interest of Zionism. Such organizations include the Freemasons, the Rotary Clubs, the Lions Club, the Sons of the Covenant, and others. They are all destructive espionage organizations which, by means of money, succeed in taking over imperialistic countries and encourage them to, make, to take over many other countries to be able to completely exploit their resources and spread their corruption. The Jews were behind the First World War. They also got the Balfour Declaration and established the League of Nations, which would be able to rule the world. They were also behind the Second World War, 
which they made immense profits by buying and selling military equipment, and also prepared the ground for founding of their own state. They ordered the establishment of the United Nations and the Security Council, which replaced the League of Nations, uh, to be used to rule the world. No war takes place anywhere in the world without the Jews behind the scenes having a hand in it. As it's written in the Quran, wherever they fan the flames of war, Allah will extinguish them. They strive to fill the land with corruption, and Allah will not like corruption. In fact, the forces of imperialism in the capitalist West and communist East support the Zionist entity as stoutly as possible with both material and manpower. And um, they continue. It continues into chapter, article 25. Um, it reassures that all national trends operating within the Palestinian arena for the liberation of Palestine that lends support and aids them will never behave otherwise in the deeds of present and future. So, essentially, so, so this is what Hamas believes in. This is their this is their charter. This is what they believe in. And, and I just want to point out yet again, and again and again, I will keep pointing this out because it is the most important point uh, to make. There are two things that we could take away from the reading of the charter. I didn't read the whole charter. I just read part of it. But there's two things we could take away from that reading. Number one, there is a clause in the charter that says that Hamas is, is, is hell-bent on killing Jews. Not Zionists, not Israelis, Jews. Anywhere they live. If a Jew runs and hides behind a rock, the rock is going to call out, hey, 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 uh, Islamic fighter, there's a Jew here. Come and kill him. This is, uh, this is the first thing we have to take away. So it doesn't matter. It, it's totally irrelevant, completely, completely irrelevant. If a Jew lives in Israel, if a Jew lives in uh, Canada, if a Jew lives in the United States, completely irrelevant. A supporter of Hamas is obligated by the charter to murder Jews wherever they may live. All right, let's move on. Number two, takeaway from the Hamas charter. No negotiations. There is a clause in the Hamas charter, as we read it, that said negotiations are a waste of time. The only solution to the Arab-Israel problem, the only solution to this, 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 this dilemma, this problem between Arabs and Jews, is jihad, is armed resistance, is fighting the Jews and killing the Jews, vanquishing the Jews from the land. Because another clause is very clear in saying that Nobody but Islamic people could run a country in the land. The land is Islamic forever. It's consecrated Islamic land, and it's consecrated forever. And anybody else who runs a country in that land, anyone else who takes over the land, anyone else who runs the land, is an infidel that must be destroyed. So there you go. You have just defined the Arab-Israel conflict. We did it in a half hour, I don't know why it's taken 50, 60 years for the United Nations to figure this out. The only solution for Hamas is the extermination of the Jewish people, is genocide. Anyone living in the land of Israel must be murdered, according to Hamas. Any Jew living anywhere outside of the land of Israel must be murdered. The Jews must be murdered. That is what Hamas has said. There is no negotiation. Hamas says zero negotiation. Negotiations are, 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 are pointless because the only way to fight, the only way to win is through jihad. These are Hamas's words, not mine. 
So why are we kidding ourselves? And why is the world kidding themselves? And why is the world going crazy when Israel is just reacting the way they should be reacting to a group that says there's no negotiation, that jihad is the only way? So if jihad is the only way, if armed resistance is the only way, if armed battle is the only way, then you have to be able to accept when people fight back. So armed battle, Islamic battle, Hamas battle, they sent their troops into a bunch of little towns on the border of Gaza and massacred people. It was an act of war. Israel responded as any country would respond to an act of war. I don't understand why the rest of the world is condemning Israel. It really makes no sense. I guess people have to learn how to read. I'm Howie Silberger. This is the Howie Silberger Show right here on the True Talk Radio Network. Thank you so much for joining me. I will see you again tomorrow right here on truetalkradio.com. The only place to be. Don't forget to download the True Talk Radio Network app from your favorite app store. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for joining me.